The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. When this client was pissed off, again, completely understand why he was, because physically and in his head, he was ready to do this 15K. And it was the longest run that he has done up to this point. He's looking forward to doing the half marathon. And he was kind of pumped in his head, like psyched up to do the run. And then his diabetes gets in the way. And because his bloods have been so good so consistently, this was the first time that he kind of saw firsthand the impact that it can have. And the impact that it can have if you don't prepare in advance, if you don't prepare accurately or if you don't prepare precisely in terms i suppose they're kind of the same thing but you need to understand that what you do before your exercise will have a significant impact and a direct impact on the exercise itself so what we did straight away what i asked was what was different what's changed and why did that happen because out of all the runs that he's done this hasn't happened before. So there was a reason as to why that had happened. But again, he's in his head and he's frustrated and he's pissed off and he's annoyed at his diabetes and he's annoyed at his blood, his blood sugar as he would be. But with times like that and days and weeks like that, you need to dig under the surface to understand why something has happened. Because if you don't understand why it's happened, then you're going into it again blind the next time around. So when I asked what was different, what has changed? Why did this happen compared to previous weeks? We came to the conclusion that overall, within the days leading up to his longer run, he was trending a lot lower. Now he's in range, but trending lower than he would typically be. So his sensitivity might be, might be increased from different in intensity with gym workouts or different frequency of gym workouts. But basically overall, he was trending slightly lower. And then with that, he started his run with his blood sugar being lower too. Now, obviously still in range, but if I start a run and let's say my bloods are 4.5 millimoles, my bloods will drop a lot faster on that run 
or a lot sooner on that run than if I start that run, let's say, for example, I'm 10 because there's a larger drop that you, that you need. So he was trending lower the days leading up to it. His sensitivity seemed to be higher during those days, more inclined to be lower. He started the run at lower bloods, but still in range. And he changed the time and what he ate pre-run, which is the kicker. Mm. So when he's doing, and again, even from my own experience, when I am doing longer distance runs too, what we do prior and during to a certain extent, that run is very important and will have a direct impact on how our bloods behave throughout that run. So when we went through all these things, he could see, yes, it's very, very frustrating. Yes, it's extremely annoying when in your head and physically you're pumped and you're ready to do this run or you're ready to go to the gym or you're ready to do anything, go for a walk. And when you're smacked in the face (laughs) with stuff related to diabetes, it's super frustrating. Just shows the importance of routine, doesn't it? Well, that's exactly it. And you can go through times where you're like resentful towards your diabetes. You're like, oh, I, I, don't want, I don't want to have to do this stuff before I exercise. Or I don't have to want, I don't want to plan before I go to the gym. But the reality of it is your blood sugar doesn't care what you want. Your blood sugar, like my blood, <laughs> blood sugar doesn't care that it's inconvenient for me to plan in advance going to the gym. Because if I don't have that planning before the gym, then my bloods are probably going to do something I don't want them to do. So it's inconvenient from time to time. But the reality of it is planning like that is essential if you want to get the most out of your exercise or your movement or your training. So the adjustments that we made going into the next week's run were what I listed. We made sure his bloods were trending that bit higher, but still in range. We changed the pre-run food and the time at which he ate. We made sure that he went into the run with little to no insulin on board because he's already super sensitive to insulin. And we made sure going into that run, he was slightly higher, still in range, so that when the blood started to dip after the longer distance, he wasn't dropping too quick into a hypo state because obviously that's what we want to avoid at all costs. So basically we had gone through all this, we reviewed it, (laughs) we analyzed what went on, what was different. And then just the Saturday gone, the message I get from him was perfect run today. And he was delighted. And that's relevant because a lot of the time we can get in our own head about it. And it was like, oh, I'm pissed off and annoyed. And why has this happened to me? And why do I have to keep fighting these lows around exercise? And like, you can see, it can seem as if there's no reason behind why these things are happening, but there's always going to be a reason behind it. Just up to us to try and identify what that reason is. So we can make those beneficial adjustments moving forward. And I basically had a conversation with him about this and I was saying, because this was his first time where, where he was like, he was really annoyed and he was pissed yeah. off and I could tell as he would be. 
But what I always say is, and what we went through when we were having a conversation about it was, there's always something you can learn from your blood sugar. There is no good or bad blood sugar. It's just information. And it's up to us to analyze that information so that we learn something from it. And as I've said in this podcast plenty of times before, diabetes is as much a mental and emotional condition as it is a physical one. 100%. There's no debate around that in my head. Right? It's just as much mental and emotional as it is physical. So how we deal with situations like that emotionally and mentally is just as important as how we deal with it physically. And what I always say is, if you can try to practice not reacting emotionally to your blood sugar, you're already at an advantage. Because when you analyze something objectively, i.e. your blood sugar, rather than react to it emotionally, you can understand it better. And another point, another point to make on that is, it's easy for me to say this right now because my blood sugar is in range. And it's easy for anyone listening to say, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll react in a good way. I'll respond in a nice way my, to my blood sugar next time they keep crashing or next time they keep spiking or next time I can't get them back down. It's easy to say, I'll react well when you're in range. But you're in a completely different headspace when your bloods are actually giving you a hassle. But the important thing to remember is when you're in that moment and when you're looking at your blood sugar and it says 25 or you're looking at your blood sugar and it's saying two, that's the only moment that you can actually practice reacting well to your blood sugar. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.